0: Yo hey, what's good? Welcome to Art vs. Life This is your boy Quentin Counts, a.k.a. QC This is a podcast by and for artists This is to support the independent artists and curators across the New York City community And uh, yeah, man, so this episode we're going to go across a couple of things I'm going to show you uh, an interview that uh, that I had with uh, Homegirl Sphere um, I'm sure I'm jacking the name up You know what I'm saying I'm no notorious for that But yeah she, uh, Her grind is definitely on point And uh, she was, we went into Talking about what it was like Setting up a dance festival In uh, Long Island City It was a two day festival Talking about her experience In uh, dance anthropology And using dance To like empower the youth and her passion for things like that And justice and making dance accessible You know, it's been crazy, man Homegirl, she, her game was on point I met, you know, we're gonna get into that though But there's also, you know, it's a few other topics I wanna address You know, I'm here, shout out to my boy uh, Shout out to my boy Tycoon, he here with me You know what I'm saying yeah. um, Word, word <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, yo So, there's a few things I wanna, uh, you know, talk about Before we get into the, the interview You know, uh one of them is my brother and I, we were having a conversation about like the rap game and some of the pros and cons of us being in the internet age where like label where so the drawbacks of the internet thing coming in and, like downloads and free downloads and illegal downloads coming is for one, the budgets is little to none, especially compared to like early 2000s, 90s, and before you know, just the bread isn't it doesn't it's not coming the way it once did in regard, you know, as straightforward as we're used to seeing that. You know, for instance, like, an artist who get signed, all their woes, they don't even have to really be known like that beforehand. But if if A&R will see them, they like, they style, they sign them, they get the money, and then they'll get, like, artist development. They'll get, like, kinds of coaches. They'll get all, you know, all kinds of crazy, everything handled. Somebody the legal department, PR department, marketing department, all that. You know, even though those things still kind of exist is now this so there's less budgets there's less money up front but on the plus uh a lot of us i feel like a lot there's a lot of artists oh the other downside is you know at least as far as mainstream outlets they they kind of get to decide what we're getting on some of these major airways but but some of the pluses are artists are getting able to connect directly with their audience, with their fans, they can speak directly to them via social media. They're able to just have more say over what their content's going to be. And also they actually are I think a lot more artists are just being have more incentive to learn all the ins and outs of how to handle the business of art. So, you know, th- and this whole thing kind of started uh you know, talking to somebody about like how oh, there's so much music that's out here that's so ignorant they're not, it's hard to understand what they're saying, like they're mumbling or like the content is so destructive. You know, actually it was my mom. She was like, she was, you know, she had that question. She was like, there's, there's only that kind of music out there. And my reply was, actually, that's not true. You know, it's just that happens to be the type of music that's the most accessible. That's what these large companies are putting out there first. But luckily... There's tons of artists of all types, and they putting out all kinds of content. So there's literally something for everybody. But if you're not backed by like some corporation, or if your presence is not OD heavy, it's hard to find. So I get that. You know, that's part of the reason why vs. Life exists. So that's just kind of like a food for thought for y'all. I'm curious about what y'all think about that. You know, you can hit me up and be like, "Yo, you, uh, I disagree completely." So on and so forth. If you can tell me your piece on that, or if you things you agree with, disagree with. I love disagreements, and almost as much as I love agreements, so definitely hit me up by any of that stuff, you know, quick heads up to all my peoples, um, the Brooklyn Wildlife Summer Festival is popping off, September, I don't know, you know, some, a lot of y'all probably don't even know, because we've been keeping it on the low recently, me and my boy Domo So Crazy, we started a band, it's called Vice Versus, some of the tracks you can look up, it's called 4AM on the L Line. Barry Allen Flow, so on and so forth. Anyway, you know, we're gonna be performing Paper Box, September 2nd, 11 p.m. It's a Saturday. We're gonna be in the outside stage. First of all, let me give you a rundown of how this festival is even looking. So this is done by Brooker Wildlife, you know, Chris Carr. Yearly, they do like this festival where it's basically events essentially all day, all over the place for like seven, eight days straight. So I think we're performing at the opening event. We're at Paper Box. So Paperbox box has three stages. So it's literally going to be a twelve hour event from daytime to like late night. All three stages being used, but it is like so many different types of performers, different types of genres and music. There's vendors. There's people that do all kinds of little services, and it's all indie run, you know. And so yo, I ain't gonna. I remember the first time I, I performed. It's in Bushwick, by the way. Um, yeah, paper box, Bushwick, yeah, L train to Graham or whatever. I remember the first time I went there, bro. Before that, we would do like a, you know some little low key loft parties here and there. He was doing the Twelve Days of Art, which he also does annually in January, and so that was just letting me know what the possibilities were. And for those who know Chris Carr, he's like very stern about. Anti-corporation So he goes out of his way He don't even want Corporate sponsors Especially if they try to come in Like yeah we're gonna give you this money But we want you You have to do this Or you can't do that He's like Nah <laughs> You know what I'm saying And you know A lot of You know his peers That probably have opinions About that he his People would disagree with him But I respect The sternness of that direction Not You know And I definitely I, He inspires me a lot He inspires a lot of people uh, In our network A lot You know He has a following all over the place so yeah, so that's definitely it's gonna be a link for that in the episode description. Shout out to my boy Chris Carr. Shout out to the whole uh summer festival teams making that work, all the volunteers and all of that. Um so yeah. Uh, there's a few things that all that I, so moving on to the next topic. So for those who don't know, R life, we do panel events, discussion events. You know I, I I'm always telling people this. So we will do Uh, we would get like a a topic or a line of work or something like that and we would have people that do that from all different types of levels, all different types of backgrounds. They come together and they share their experiences and we just invite all their peers, all their collaborators and people who probably don't know any of them and we'll just come and we'll be like a group discussion and then it will be you know, it would be a panel discussion, then like a open up to a group discussion. And the whole idea is for everybody to get more familiar with people who are making moves in their community, basically. So for instance, I'll do I've done one for panel for curators. Um, and you know, and then after that it'd be like a dance party, it'd be performances, it'd be like a silent art auction. So we've done that for curators, MCs, we've done it for the film industry, we've done it for the dance industry, but Coming up two days from now, right now it's Wednesday Two days from now, fam, we about to have A different, just, we're on a different type of time right now, B And So I met this woman named Leslie Robinson I've been talking about this probably for like the past three episodes So what, I'm talking about it again Know what I mean Let, you know, so I, I, I met her at Harlem Tech Fund And so she She told me a little bit about what she does She made a game that's pretty much designed to help people Navigate Difficult discussions that is like restorative communication you know how it is when you know somebody and y'all going through something or y'all have feelings but y'all don't really know how to have those hard vulnerable conversations and also recover from like and then like come back from it like how do we bail out of this how do we when it's getting too real how do we just be like abort real quick so she's made these kind of games for um you know things like race people who've been vets people who uh who've done time and like reintegrating into society basically you know people don't what happens is people get slapped with labels based on what they've done or you know and what they've been through and just the experience of that can change a person in a lot of subtle ways that isn't always talked about it's actually not talked about enough so this panel coming up Saturday I'm sorry not Saturday it's Friday Friday, August 25th, we got me on record at Gamba Forest. We having a a panel discussion about people who either serve time or they do something where they support people who have done time. And it's people from all different ages and all different types of perspectives to help normalize the discussion of like, what are some of the socially emotional implications or effects of doing something like that? But you know, during and after like sometimes when you when you walk out of the bars whatever, I mean I I I haven't done time so I'm definitely not like a voice of authority here. But and that's why I wanted to make sure the panel I'm I'm just going to be moderating this cuz I'm going to be asking questions. That's what I am going to be up there doing. Cuz I want to learn too. Like when you, just cuz you walked out of the cuz you walked out of there doesn't mean everything's automatically good, you know. For instance, like, there's this solitary confinement thing. Like, 99% of the people who do, it's called the box. 99% of the people who go into the box go crazy. Is that talked about enough? Do they have enough support doing what they do? The people that's close to them, their friends. What happened to the relationships while they were in there in the first place? And how are they able to, like, how are everybody able to clear the air with certain things in a way that's helpful? You feel me? So that's that's what that's about. We have uh, an awesome panel. You know, we got Leslie Robinson, we got Joseph Robinson, they're not married. We got Kamali Green, and uh, we got uh, Robert Galinsky, and, uh, oh, Nezma Shea. It's a a very, uh, it's going to be a dope, heavy night. Uh, But, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to try to, like, lighten the mood with performances. (laughs) DJ playing music and you're gonna be selling like cupcakes with alcohol in it There's gonna be a bar, It's gonna be all that Cause you're gonna need them Jones. It's free too, free event, come through You feel me, That's. It's gonna be linked to all the stuff that I'm talking about So I don't wanna hear nobody complaining So boom Next topic So I need help with show notes I'm just gonna keep it funky So making a podcast There's a lot of production stuff that goes before, during and after And it's you know, it it I'm you know it'd be nice to have some help. It could be a lot sometimes. You know, and this would consist of like, you know, uh, fetching links for stuff or talking about, you know, some of the topics that was covered in the description. You know, it could be fetching maybe some pictures somewhere. It could also even be, yeah, that's basically it. You know, um, but believe it or not, it can really be. Since things comes in at different times, it'd be it'd be dope to have a designated person to handle anything related to show news. So um definitely looking for somebody who's down to just help out, whatever, holla at me, um Gmail, Facebook Messenger, you know, yeah, that's basically it. Uh at gmail dot com. I G Messenger, Rverse Podcast, holla at me, stop playing. Um so next topic yeah sorry about all these lead up topics. These are some things I've been wanting to cover for a minute. Um, first of all shout there there's been some 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 of this you know I've been listening to the podcast a lot lately, and it's a relatively new thing and even though it's like it's starting to get like popping now, I've been listening to it like for years and one thing that I've been noticing and what's inspired me is the seeing people one thing that's always that that's been lacking and that has been getting filled by some key people. It's been like it's, it's like people that's like from a community like mine, you know, people that that look like me, talk like me, think like me, you know, because you know how it is, especially like when it comes to like black people, you know, uh, it, basically anybody that ain't white. Essentially, it's hard to find voices like ours talking about things that's important to us that we can do something with. So um, there's been some some podcasters that's been killing it, man, and just making the whole thing seem more approachable. And I low key the the inspiration behind me even starting this in the first place because it was just showing me that how like. You know, maybe some of these experiences, some of these things I got to say, maybe somebody will want to hear it. Hopefully they do. Um, so some of those podcasts, no lie, I suggest y'all look them up. It's Combat Jack, Tax Stone, and shout out to Tax Stone, man. Um You know, he's really going through some tough times right now. You know, there was this thing that happened with uh, Troy Av or whatnot. They just hit him with some numbers. But definitely go through definitely go through the archive. You got some you know, um, definitely uh influential dude. There's people like you know Bobby Smurda, you know uh, all kinds of artists that's popping right now, especially from New York. He helped put them on the map. You know what I mean, Casanova and stuff like that. So no lie, shout out shout out to everybody that was on the Taxstone team that was part of that too. Like you know everybody hanging in. But yeah, so it's him. Also the On Deck TV podcast, On Deck TVs, O N D E C K TV, even though it's a podcast or whatever. But, yeah, that's dope. It's a hip-hop podcast. Um, going back to the Combat Jack one, he was talking to people like Tack Stone, Over. He was talking to people like Biggs that was behind the Rockefeller thing and what it was like being some cast from the street that was in the street stuff and how they transitioned and just what that industry was like back then. So I think that was pretty dope. Um, definitely, definitely, don't just listen to me. Listen to more, you know, there's there's something like everything, every podcast, like there's not a podcast that covers everything. So definitely check them out. So, you know, um, don't just listen to, to the RVs Light joint, even though RVs Life is the best one ever. And also, shout out to my man. I met my, I met my dude at a, at, a, at a rooftop party recently. Shout out to Domo, so crazy he invited me there. Domo might actually end up being a co host of this joint. But, so yeah, I'm like, yo, we chopping it up. And I go, oh, yo, you on, you on Instagram? What's your Instagram? You sent me the Instagram. I look at it, it says soft ass rappers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this guy's a rapper. And I go to, I go to his Instagram and he actually make pillows with rappers' faces on it. And I thought that was dumb funny. So shout out, shout out to Celeb Thomas, you know what I'm saying, soft ass rappers page. Um, you the real MVP. So now we're about to get into the actual interview, uh, you know, with Sevea, hope y'all enjoy. And uh, yeah. All right, so yo, uh, what's good? It's Quinn Counts, AKA QC, you listening to R Vs. Life. And I'm here with—I don't want to bite your name. <laughs> Sphere. Sphere. What's your whole name?
1: Sphere Schneider.
0: There you go. <laughs> hey yo, alright, boom. So just because, just like you—you—you seem like one of those people that have that wear many hats. So the people that know you and about what you do and by certain groups might be associated with, what might some of those things be?
1: Well, um, I think primarily—well, um, primarily I can't really say that anymore, but. I started out as a dancer, right? Mm-hmm. As a dancer and dance teacher. Mm-hmm. Then I moved into uh, choreography, so mm-hmm. choreographer. Then I started my own dance company. Then I became suddenly the artistic director and uh, administrator, so Ooh. arts administrator. Oh. Um, then um, I started this, this festival, so now I'm also a producer and a fundraiser mm-hmm. and a marketer. So pretty much I wear a lot of hats. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, apart from my... Uh, sort of professional hats that I wear you know I'm always a student I think uh, I'm, I'm a I'm a world lover and um, I, I I care I'm a, I'm a big uh, what do you call a person that cares a lot I'm a big carer a Pers-
0: person that cares a lot <laughs>
1: so, um, yeah but yeah I <laughs> you know, do I much do much wear to- many hats
0: um, and um, yeah so That's mad dope. so what made you want to do this festival thing
1: all right. So and
0: like, tell me a little bit about how that festival, oh, how you aim to make it look and feel, what you're gonna have it.
1: Okay. So basically, um, so let me just trace back a little bit. So um, I lived. I'm originally from Germany, and I moved to New York when I was 21, and I wanted to conquer the big dance world. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so um, and after. After almost yeah, after ten years, um, you know, of successfully dancing and teaching and running my company. Sorry, um Life. Yeah, I. Um, sorry, I have to pick this up because he asked me to. No
0: So boom. So all right. So I'm gonna uh, we're gonna start again with the question. You could, you know do yeah. it again like I never asked you, right? Yeah. Uh, we had a quick uh, unexpected intermission. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So boom. So you working on this festival? So my question to you is, what like uh, what motivated you want to do this festival? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your goals of what what are you what do you expect you know to come from the festival? Um, and what how do you expect it to look and feel? What's going to be okay?
1: Yeah. So, just to I guess a little, a little going back in, in history. So, um, I'm originally from Germany, and I moved to New York when I was 21 in 2003. And mm-hmm. you know, I was intrigued by by the dance scene here, and you know, I fell in love with with hip hop and breaking, and that's really the r- number one reason why I came to New York. And uh, then, you know, obviously, I, I um, dived into other dance styles and had mm-hmm. my career as a dancer, and and. Dance teacher, choreographer, and artistic director for 10 years here, and uh, then got a little burnt out, and um, that coincided with a job offer in Peru. Um, so, I studied dance anthropology, and uh, one of my research was um, on dance organizations, nonprofits that use dance to empower youth. So, um, I did a, a case study of this one organization in Peru. It's called De Uno, and it's amazing and uh, i had been in touch with them and they offered me a full-time job as their artistic director right so uh, me sort of having a burnout in new york coincided with a job offer and i I left for peru and Mm -hmm. i had um, an amazing meaningful time there uh, using dance as a tool to empower others and Really connecting through the universal language of the body, and seeing that direct positive impact that dance can have on others. Um, So that was sort of uh, that changed me a lot. That Mm. changed uh, my uh, my view. Mm. I've always had a a, you know very developed sense for justice, and I've had um, always a very developed sense for making art and dance accessible and bringing it out into the public. Because so I believe that uh, we are all artists, we're all creative, but right. through you know through society, we're sort of being taking that power, right. uh, or it's, it's sort of it's taking from us, right? Because uh, we're being told we have to follow a certain way, and um, there are a lot of there's a lot of fear in people of being wrong about something. But in the way you know, art is never wrong, and creativity mm. is never wrong. Exactly. So. Um, <laughs> So um so yeah so that's sort of like prefacing the the festival I came back to New York last year in June um, out of personal reasons so um And I came back into this crazy city, you know, I came back into the city that I knew for 10 years in which I was hustling so hard to make things happen and I came back and I wanted to um, continue um, my journey and my path that I started in Peru of really uh, creating meaningful platforms for people to come together. we all know the political situation that we're in at the moment in the world, in this country, and yeah. I, fe- I felt that uh, now more than ever it was important to create something uh, that can um, stimulate uh, integration and can inspire dialogue and mm. can use dance to activate public spaces. Right. So uh, basically I, I had the idea of... of doing this festival and I knew I wanted to make it free I knew I wanted to make it accessible I knew I wanted to make it in public space I knew I wanted to pay the artists uh, because that's one of my big value systems you know I I can't offer a big paycheck but there is a stipend so um, that was important for me to create something that really uh, speaks my values Mm -hmm. Um, because I think there is too much wrong and bad and bad in the world like we have to just start to do the right things and act on the right values and be kind and um, so the idea was born. Um, I had applied to an artist as entrepreneur bootcamp from mm. New York Foundation for the Arts, which is an amazing, a really amazing program. Arts. Yeah, New York Foundation for the Arts, and. Um, so, it was a four-day boot camp and we went over a lot of um, uh, business aspects of art and um, I came up with this idea and then I just started pouring my heart and soul into it and working relentlessly on making it happen. Right. So, you know, and that's been a year-long process already mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there are many, 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 many steps and yeah. um, many lessons that I've learned and many challenges um, and um, yeah. so. What is it? I think that was one of your questions on what is the feel? I mean, first of all, I love site-specific work. So Mm. uh, site-specific work really activates a public space or if you're, you know, you can do site-specific work in private spaces as well. But in this terms, we are at four waterfront parks. So um, in my, in in the last few years, I've done a lot of site-specific work and the spaces, they change both for the audience and for the performer. So um, now, sort of, I'm hoping that the festival becomes a platform that encourages people to look at their regular everyday places from a different perspective. Mm. And if they experience the dance festival, that they will come back and they will remember it and suddenly the the whole um, sort of spirit of the place has changed. Uh, so something that I need to do, want to also go in is, So, I live in Long Island City where the festival is happening. So, that's where we are right now. And it's been.
0: (laughs) That works out. (laughs)
1: It's been undergoing a lot of tremendous changes. So, lots of new developments. We're the fastest developing zip code in North America right now. That's crazy. So, what's been happening is, um, and that really ties in my love. Using dance as a tool for social justice. Mm. Because what's happening in our neighborhood is that there are segments of our neighborhood that are really developed, and there, you know, a lot of money gets poured in and infrastructures are developed and programming, etc. And then there are segments of the neighborhoods where really no one gives gives anything about it. So, and that's really, really uh, clear. So, just south of the Queensboro Bridge along the waterfront is Hunter's Point, which is you know home to luxury high-rise developments. They do have some affordable housing that they've built new. But generally, you know, you can't really afford the rent. And then less than a mile uh, north, just north of the bridge, is North America's largest housing community, Queensbridge Houses. And there is a complete disconnection. And uh, there are a lot of um, prejudice and labeling from both sides. Uh, But I believe that this is one of the reasons why, why... the world is in a situation in which we are because we don't see that we're all one right I mean this is going like into a really like spiritual path but that's what
0: this is for yeah but in the end
1: right (laughs) if you think about it we're all part of (laughs) we're all part of the big bang right if you think about I mean it's true so you know we're all made out of the same thing mm. it doesn't matter uh, if we don't share the same skin color or right. the same income level right. and that's going at the very at a very deep level right. because obviously we have been conditioned to, use labels to understand the world. Right, right? right, right. To say, oh, I'm, I'm white, you're black, or I'm rich, you're poor, right, or right. Um, I'm high class, you're low class. Right. But at the end, you know, I think we need to break through those barriers, which right. obviously is very hard right. to right, do, right. but at a very deep level to be able to connect. Right. And the body, we can relate to each other because we mm-hmm. all have a body, right? Yeah, we all share right. a nose and a lip and two ears and two feet and two mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. and maybe we don't share two hands and Shout two feet. Shout out Freddie What?
0: <laughs> He's an exception of that. One of those Yeah. Moves. Yeah, you know, so... You got one eye.
1: Yeah, so, but we have a body, you know, it doesn't matter if we have the same amount of limbs or not, but we need to see eye to eye. So, right. um, and, and I... So with the festival, um, the prime, like, the sort of the primary mission was to bridge the different so that's why we are at four different waterfront parks So we are at Hunters Point, Gantry Queensbridge and Socrates which is pretty much a stretch of four, four miles and really as an initiative to encourage uh, residents and audiences to go in the other segments of the neighborhood and explore it and you know interact with other people and, um, and part of this initiative is also a, um, a free community dance workshop that we've been running since April so uh, we're hosting that with Jacob Ray Resettlement. Thank you dope. so much. <laughs> That's dope. Um, and so Jacob Resettlement is the community center within Queensbridge Houses. And Ooh. yeah, so they've given us uh, generously their space, their gym. So we've been hosting twice a week since April, a community dance workshop. So that's open and free to all community members to come and share. Um, it's less a dance class where you know the instructor shows the steps and you follow and right. you copy it but it's more about um, facilitating different movement and dance based exercises and games to really stimulate their own creativity mm. and find a way of working together because you know we might not share the same language but we ha- we can develop a creative common language so. Pretty much, that's that's the crux. And um, you know, we we put a call for artists out. Um, we had, I think, 138 applications, which is phenomenal for the first year. And um, and then we selected 24 phenomenal artists, both established and emerging New York City-based artists. And you know, the the sort of application was quite thorough because I wanted to make sure that it's the right people, right. right? The right people with the right value, um, you know, and that played equal parts. Uh, it was the artistic, artistic uh, excellence, but also this really this community idea. Okay. And so, uh, had had a great uh, selection panel, um, and we selected the the 24 artists, and then we have the 25th performance is the community dance group. So they Ooh. will also perform in the festival. And
0: Kim T is among this, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Kim, Kim is,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so she's part of the artist and she's at uh at the Kofit pavilion so you know and the interesting thing about the festival is um i mean it's totally grassroots you know mm-hmm. i mean i i've been a i've been a one woman organization for the longest right, and right. um and i have a wonderful designer um and uh, she's been working on the visual identity. She, she's been doing a great job, Siri. You just met her, right. And um, so she's been she's been with me from the beginning, and she's been working with me. And that's also, you know, part of uh, part of part of the the well the the success of the festival is also having the right material, right? right? Like having a right visual identity. How you present mm. it uh, makes a big difference. Right. So big props to Siri. Um, and um, and then you know since the last three months or so I've gotten help um, I have th- uh, three um, uh, interns uh, I call them associates because I, I believe that interns is a little bit degrading or, but, or but so you. they've been they've been working also relentlessly on helping me on any administrative work on any production work and then just uh, very recently um, I've gotten uh, like heaven or universe sent gifts of two people that are helping me uh Mm. with the festival that have a lot of experience in production um so that's been like i'm just really really grateful for those blessings Mm. um because you know that's something that i realize like personally i'm i'm a person like i'm i'm very ambitious and um uh but you have to realize that you know you you can't you can do things on your own, but it's much better if you have a team around you.
0: For real, though. Um
1: you know, and I guess sorry, I'm just like blah. <laughs> yeah, that,
0: that that's what this is for. All right, that's good. what this is for. I
1: think I have a lot to say. It's so. like it's like
0: this is like the, the therapist laying you on like, the couch. So am like, oh Yeah,
1: exactly. So uh I guess something that you can't like one question of yours was like, how do you start, right, if you don't have a budget? So and that You have to, in the beginning, really rely on a faith and hard work on getting the funds in. And obviously the goal for the festival is to um, attract more sponsors um, and grants to be able to really build a paid staff um, because that's been the challenge, right? Because you're sort of in this conundrum because you have this great idea and you want to make it happen, but you can't make it happen by yourself. So you need staff, but you don't have the money to pay the staff. So, um, and I personally, like I've, I've, feel, you know, I would love to pay everyone a lot of money. Right. Uh, you know, I would love to pay myself, which hasn't been <laughs> happening. Um,
0: quite the opposite. It's probably. quite the opposite, yeah. <laughs>
1: but, um, you know, I, I always believe in this. If you put work into something, it's energy, right? It's all vibration. So, you put you put, though, that work in, and you vibe on a certain frequency, you will you will attract, and you will sort of vibe in that frequency that will allow you to, to progress right so and obviously you know it's not always easy because i'm always stressed you know right, right. I'm, I'm always stressed i mean my personal life my health has taken a toll because right. i work long hours like ridiculously long hours and i'm you know constantly constantly uh
0: you were talking about 18 hour days yeah yeah
1: and you know pretty much so you know i had to my how did my friend say it? i had to put the 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 carriage before the horses. Ooh. I pretty much started like I acted as if I had everything in order, right? right? So, but I didn't. I mean, <laughs> something that no one knows. I mean, even even um, when I put the website up and the idea, and I approached all the community partners, and I put the call for artists out, and I put all the different sites in the parks out um, for um, for the choreographers to apply for. I didn't even have permits yet. Or- <laughs> You know? I mean, you have to start somewhere. Right, right, facts. So facts. facts. I, I, I actually that's why I, support that. I saw someone's t-shirt and I don't know what it said, but it was something like start before you're ready. Right? Facts. And that's a fact. and in a way, right? Because I think we all often mm. so often get stuck up in those moments. Oh, I have this great idea, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, right. I have this great idea. Oh, I'm afraid or it's too much Mm-mm. work or I don't have the time, you mm. know? So I think it's the art of the start, right? It's just going about it. Art of the start. Art of the start, and there's actually a great book that's called The Art of the Start. I read mm-hmm. it many years ago, but um, I think that is, I'm is link that
0: in the description. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think that is something that uh, is one. I guess one advice that I have for anyone that want that has a vision mm-hmm. and that vision is bigger than themselves, mm. go tell everyone about it. Because that ties you, right? So basically what I did, I when I had the idea, I obviously did my research. So I looked in the neighborhood, uh, and especially I had just been gone for two years. Yeah. I've lived in the neighborhood before that for seven years or five years, but I had just been gone. So I wasn't that connected anymore. So I went out and I started he's research. You
0: got brew eating organic.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> eating homegrown tomatoes.
1: Exactly, and, and uh, chocolate. <laughs> (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, what I did was, A, flesh out, write, write a lot, Mm. write a lot, flesh Mm. out uh, what it is. What's your vision? What's your mission? I have to say, um... All the applications that I've done. Um, you
0: answer all my questions. I love oh this. Oh, my
1: God, yeah. So much envy. Good word. <laughs> but all the applications that I've written have helped me so much. And mm. I really have to give the biggest prop to New York Foundation for the Arts. Mm. Because it was through their program, the uh, Artists as entrepreneur Boot Camp, right. that I sparked the idea. Mm. Then I applied for their fiscal sponsorship. Right. And the application that they require. They Mm. require you to talk about your budget. They require Mm. you to talk about a timeline, about a Mm. project description. Mm. So just by doing this application, I learned so much about what is the project. Mm. And then, you know, I really just started Googling art organizations, community organizations in my neighborhood. And I just blindly emailed them or, or called them and some of them agreed to meet with me and they were like well why are you meeting with me what do you want from me i was like right. i don't know what i want <laughs> from you but i want to tell you about this Ooh. because i need to tell you about this because the more people i tell i will actually do it
2: mm. right because you
1: you know and i also i mean i have this like super german discipline and and um uh, what do you call it, like, um, reliable, not reliable, but it's like if I say something, I, if I say I do something, I do it,
2: right, right. and
1: my conscious ties me to that, Right. Right. so um, I think that's why I started just going out and telling everyone about mm. it, I started printing info flyers before I had the permits, mm. you know, I mean there are all these things that you don't need to always, I mean obviously you have to have your ducks in order, right, right like right, otherwise right. you can't, so you can't progress, but to start it, just start it. You have an idea and you start it. You, you pour it in, right? And you will see that along the way, uh, the universe sends you all these um, blessings and all these challenges sometimes, which in the end are blessings.
0: Ayo, hey, quick intermission real quick. Gotta throw some music at y'all. This one's from my boy Harlem Zone, Scott James, off one of his older projects called Just Cause. One of the reasons why I like this artist and this rapper in general, not just because I like him as a person, but also I think that he has this cool medium between having lyricism and you know, you can tell he's like a very cultural person, but he also mixes like that Harlem style with sort of a neo soul feel, you know, which is kind of hard to find. You can tell he's from the streets, but he also just embracing that sound. He's a rapper and producer and an actor. I like to do a lot yeah this one's called uh, golden golden Mars bars featuring crystals all right
2: ain't feeling too stressed nowadays the ladies tell me i'm looking like sex nowadays the homies tell me my music is next i respect it feel no pressure the rain this is expected my formulas fitted you get it you get it you don't think you don't i ain't the only warm coat in the boat so be coolish. have a talent doing nothing with it that'd be foolish your mama raised a jewel draw gems for the new well. who else but sky did the name hit the game? why you worry about my dinner plate get your dinner straight please allow me to demonstrate how the gate unity there's no i only you and me that would be a we on the way to the dink i'ma need to be uncle bang play no get the dames on them get strings. string serenade to the center saints as lemonade summer day need a dritter dink <sighs> look at the night sky i know i'm bright enough for that when the Lord give you things It isn't right to give it back But you can pay it forward So my people I reward you With this gorgeous sweetest torch flow Go Dolby Go Dolby Yo, I had dreams of the top nightmares while I was Only fair. worse than falling was the fear of getting stuck Sick of late nights here, my mama tearing up My vision's gonna triangulate, the pyramids with us What I'm thinking is I slowly crumble, piff into this blunt Haters don't expect much I know my soul golden like the treasures that the ancient barrels and Plus all the treasures buried in the ocean Heavy shit weighing on my chest Try bury me alive, though I do survive I be covered in the grime like a wine in my death fuck the stress of a final take what's killing me and press it in the final. in this digital age I got a primitive rage tear marks on the air mark pages of my bible know the devil take my hands every time I'm idle cause is it really sinning if you do it for survival looking at the night sky hoping that's where I go when it's all done
0: but that better long one look at the night sky I know i All right, that was right. Golden Mars Bars by Sky James featuring Crystals off that Just Cause project. You can find that joint on SoundCloud. You know, I think mainly just uh, SoundCloud, probably Bandcamp, but I got it on SoundCloud. Uh, definitely hit the kid up, look through some of his works. I think you'll dig it. Some of my favorites are uh, uh, Nostalgia and this other joint called uh, All Falls Down. The joint's fire. But uh, anyway, yeah, back to the originally scheduled programming, you dig?
1: And then I remember the little other question that you had earlier yeah. about the feel. Um, you know, I wanted yeah. to have this like super community feel, the right, the right, you know, I was like, I am trying to, and I think, again, going back to the frequency, like, yeah. I do everything out of love. Right. Um, you know, I might sometimes yell at a cab driver or something, right. we all go through this, but generally speaking, I'm I'm a kind person and I do things with love and with passion, right. so, and I believe it shines through, yeah. um, and you know, I'm proud to be a woman, I'm proud to, mm. to be feminine, uh, right. not in the clothes that I wear or the body that I have, but um, I'm proud to be soft, I'm right. proud to be kind, and uh, I'm proud to um, be powerful, mm. but not abuse that. Mm. So, um, and, you know, I believe if we had more women in power, um, uh, go Hillary, <laughs> mm. <I feel laughs> um, you. I you know, the world might be a different place, you know, we have, uh, we have different attitudes, and we have different qualities that um, mm. are, you know, softer at Thanks. times.
0: So, well, so uh, we let dudes run things for a while and we got capitalism now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and that, you know, obviously, you know, it's like, I mean, my business model is, is like, oh my God, what is like, it's free. And right, we're right. trying to pay people and, you know, but that's what it's called a non-profit. You right. Know? You, right. Um, but... Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a very anti-capitalist, and I understand that we do live in a capitalistic society yeah. here in the States and in Europe and you know other mm-hmm. parts of the world. But you know, I'm. <laughs> I. I'm at heart a big hippie, and um, you know, like love everyone.
0: <laughs> I you. Shout out to the hippies, man.
1: Yeah, shout out to the hippies Rax. and to my parents.
0: The legalization um, of marijuana. <laughs> It was a setup. No, let me stop. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not sure about that. But
0: <laughs> it just feels good. Yeah, to
1: yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but so that's pretty much like um, the crux yeah. of, of of things and. Um, I don't know if you have any more pointed
0: questions. I mean, I
1: just I got like, so many verbally vomited on you. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. Actually, that's that's what I look for. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. this podcast ain't about me rambling. There's yeah. episodes for that. Yeah. Um, you know, if anything, thanks to you because you answer a lot of my questions. And but I just have questions that like yeah. I have ready. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: For okay. the in betweens. Okay. Me? Until we until time's up.
1: Yeah. Great.
0: <laughs> great. Okay. All right. So, um, in case we don't have time to do it later. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna have questions, but do you have any shout outs for you know in regards to this festival? and yeah, Oh my getting god, it out. oh
1: yeah, Just I get mean, it all out, man. Oh my god, but I don't have the flyer with me, I'm afraid I'm going to, to right. forget well, I'll, things.
0: I'll put the flyer up under the, uh, the, yeah. the episode, so you know what I'm saying? but like, right. shout out to everybody that's on the flyer.
1: I mean, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, but aside from that, all right, so <laughs> let, let, let me uh, because there are really so many yeah. people and organizations that have supported this festival, which is mm. like tremendous i'm so tremendously grateful Mm. and uh i don't even know where to start but i'll just start somewhere so um it won't be in order but you know i mean first of all um oops time's up (laughs) (laughs) i mean shout out to my partner juan who's been who's been enduring me and uh, (laughs) my in my long work hours And, you know, a big shout-out to uh, Siri Linskrog, the designer, and um, to uh, the associates Wang Sheen, Jolie, and Patti, and then the production manager Mariana, and then uh, one of the biggest blessings, Karen Kitchen, who uh, is stepping in, or she's volunteering her time to step in as the associate producer, which is incredible, and advisor. And then, you know, shout-out really to all the amazing women in my life, because my team is almost always, Mm -hmm. So I want to give a big 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 shout-out to Sheila Lewandowski from uh, the Chocolate Factory Theatre who's Mm -hmm. Really supported me from the beginning Uh, She was one of the first people I met with and she was like do it you have the power Mm -hmm. and I like through her support I felt so 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 empowered and uh, my friend Nancy Malloy, another strong woman who's always been there with me and Mm -hmm. looked at wording Um, um, then Patricia Beeman, my old professor at NYU, um, Mm. she hasn't been super involved with the festival, but she's just set me up to do this, Mm. you know, when someone just gives you that strength. Um, And, you know, Rob McKay from the Queen's Tourism Council, who has been a big help in in helping to market. Mm. Oh my God, Rob Bash from the Hunters Point Parks Conservancy. uh, He's also, he was one of the first believers of the festival. um, and his his wife uh, Barbara and and Mark uh, the other um, uh, I don't even know his title well Mar- well Rob is the president of the Harnosburn Parks Conservancy Mark I'm maybe he's the vice president but um, but
0: he's Rob for he's, now. yeah he's That's Rob cool. and That's Mark <laughs> yeah and
1: you know really big big thank you to Kofid and to Turtle and Lillian for giving us the space um, at LIC Landing mm. and. Um, I mean, big, big shout out to the parks manager, Norman and Andrew, and mm-hmm. to the regional director, Lillian. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I feel like I want the Oscars. I really need my flyer to have all the logos in front of me. Though. I feel you, I
0: feel you. You know what I'm saying? But it's why, you know, yeah, we don't, we don't is, need the yeah, Oscars. Yeah, that's true.
1: So, um, you know, the parks, I mean, really, uh, getting the parks convinced of giving me the permit to this festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, you know, thank you for. It's like
0: Robin Moses now. Yeah,
1: know. yeah. And, um, you know, we have, we have so many wonderful. I mean, Shout out to Chris Hanway from uh, Jacob Resettlement for also believing in the project and and providing the space for the community workshops mm. and um, you know Socrates Sculpture Park for for hosting us at, at the at the sculpture park and mm. uh, uh, LIC Fleam Food and mm. QNS and and green space and Long Island City Partnership for all the connections that they've done and all the the, the press um, press promotion. Mm. Um, Spaceworks um, I'm literally I'm going to pull up the flyer yeah, now because I'm really it, afraid up, like yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm going to miss someone um, you know, this is for you and your oh people my god right Jason too, like. Manry from the DOT uh, nope. who, who's um, who's been amazing um, I'm going to pull up the flyer D now to the
0: OT yeah uh.
1: so one second
0: nah take your time yo you know what I'm saying and, like, and this is like why you pull that up you know what I'm saying and share a couple words with the people let me talk to y'all real quick feel me like you know like yo you see you see all the work this woman's doing she coordinating with all these people to make this thing happen fam and she going into this like bro i might like, you know what i'm saying like this is gonna be a free event you know what i'm saying she's like because she feel like it's, it's important to do and it's like sacrificing and it. now there's not like something that you know what i'm saying like i ain't gonna be trying to kick it like oh this is easy anybody can do this but i'm like but it just lets you know the importance like put that work in you know what i mean talk about what you want to do how you want to do it and all of that you know what I'm saying? Because if not, I'm going to find you and I'm going to roast you. You know what I'm
1: saying? Um, so, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i totally sorry, but I totally forgot to mention all sponsors. Can you put that in the front?
0: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> listen, fam. They're going to feel the love. They going put the love. Any oh, on the good. flyer.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You're gonna shout
0: them out again at the sure. event Yeah,
1: big shout out to you know Queens Council on this the is Arts. This for the team right now. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Queens Council on the Arts, NYC Ferry, TF Cornerstone, Plaxall, mm. Rock Rose, Modern Spaces, mm. and um, any of our community partners. Um, which I've actually mentioned all (laughs) earlier so yeah and you know big shout out to to one of my best friends Isabel um, who's been there with me through everything too so um, if I miss someone i'm sorry my love is still
0: with she, you she missing my i mean she don't mess with y'all like that <laughs> man, just taking out nah, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i joke a lot
1: yeah my head is just so full so yeah um, nah,
0: i'm sure i'm sure you know yeah. man, I, I know time's ticking right now for you yeah and uh get ready to make some more so feel free to give me that time you know that yeah give me that signal um,
1: yeah
0: um but so but just you saying every you know like giving all these shout outs um there's two reasons like one is like You know what I'm saying? I I feel like it's important to speak to your team and like you can give that recognition and just share that love real quick. Um, But you know, too, it also just exemplifies all the moving parts that go into these kinds of things. Oh yeah, totally,
1: totally. Um, So, you know, again, like, have a vision, believe in it, assemble a team that believes in it, Yeah. you know, as any startup, you know, I mean, You're going to have to rely on people that volunteer for you to make things work and, you know. um,
0: Was it scary, like, uh, you know, uh, like, was it scary people, like, asking you questions about what you want on certain things and you just not having the answer? Or was it scary asking for help with certain things? And was it scary just that process of you know, because when you, all the people get involved, now the puzzle is bigger, Yeah. so was that process of just coming up with the rest of that puzzle to accommodate for them, or how, how yeah. was that, was so that weird? Yeah,
1: it was, it's scary, it's really scary, um, I think anything, I mean, if you have a vision, right, it's scary, because you're venturing into new territory, um, on this level I've never produced anything like that. Um, with the involvement of so many partners and sponsors. Um, you know, and I'm learning, I make mistakes, you know. I, I, I piss people off and then I, 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 I say I'm sorry and I, I fix it. Um, it's scary, of course it's scary. I mean, you know, the first few months I worried I wouldn't get the permit. I had, you know, this website and all the material and I put the call for artists out and I was like, man, am I getting the, from the parks, right. like I'm gonna look like an idiot, right, right. <laughs> you know? You like a jerk. Yeah. So, um, so obviously everything is. Sc- I mean, everything. I'm. S- everything is scary, but right. you know that that don't be guided by your fear. Make something mm. out of it. You know.
0: Better give me some.
1: So, um, so yeah, it's scary. Of course, it's scary. But you know, what are you gonna do? You turn your back around and not do it?
0: you no. So yeah. Figure out a way to. To actually, kick yourself in the behind, yeah, basically.
1: exactly, uh, exactly,
0: which would be an uh, anatomy breakthrough, but yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, as far as uh, so the, the creative director role that you had before, uh, did you think that roles like that kind of prepared you at least psychologically for this kind of thing? And if so, you know, how, uh, what are some elements that you feel,
1: yeah, yeah, and
0: what part of that was. Awkward and scary until you got used to it.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's definitely prepared me because when I when I founded Kinematic, which is the dance company uh, that sort of is the producer of the festival, uh, which is my dance company, um, I also just ventured into new territory, and I had a great partner, Christina Martinez, who helped me um, start the company and um, it definitely prepared me for the festival um, you know starting kinematic was like like compared to the festival was like <laughs> baby food um, but it's definitely prepared me on all the like, the administrative side and production side and i'm still learning you know um, and um, definitely um, you know i i i'm learning from everyone that's helping me uh, everyone, uh, everyone that believes in the project and and can offer their expertise in whatever way. Um, but you know, I'm I'm primarily an artist. Uh, I'm not a producer. I mm. didn't learn how to produce. I just do things intuitively. Mm. And um, you know, there are, there are many things that, that I can learn and and and. Um, that I'm grateful for um, the the knowledge and and feedback that um, people offer me, and uh, I have to say, it's, most of them are women. So right, I'm really right. I'm really like super excited to have this this incredible um, team or supporters. Right. And that reminds me, I have to give a big shout out to Paul Januszewski. Yeah. Um, and uh carlos uh, martinez who um are also on my advisory board Um, so carlos and 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 rob bash and rob mckay and sheila and Paul, who are on the advisory board, who also believed in me from the beginning. And, you know, if you feel that support, that really empowers you, that really empowers you. And you're like, all right, I'll keep going, you know? But yeah, definitely production. I'm like, I'm learning a lot. And and Karen, who's who's helping me right now, uh, she's been such a blessing because she has 20 years of experience uh, working at a a major, art production uh, slash real estate company and I learned so much from her every day which is amazing uh, and uh, I'm so 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 grateful
0: for it oh shout out to you man shout out, shout out yeah. to having an advisory board that's yeah, real, yeah.
1: definitely and you know also like going back on on, on the strong women in my life um, you know obviously my sister who just had a baby yes mm. and my mom and my dad but um in terms of, of women, uh, Sheila, who's, who's been supporting me from the community, um, it's really, um, she's really helped me grow a lot, you know? Um, because she's also been doing this, she's been running this amazing theater uh, here in the neighborhood, and it's just incredible to to get her feedback on things mm. and her knowledge and and, <clears throat> and her experience, mm. and so yeah, I'm just just so extremely grateful for um, everyone that believes in the project because mm. at the end, I serve the project. It's not my project. Mm. I just serve it, you know.
0: Probably some wells right now. No, but
1: it's true, right? Um, it's the project, and um, and. You know even if my name wasn't attached to it I wouldn't I wouldn't mind because it's the project
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's the festival
0: yo so so uh, so this angle what you're going for you say you, like as far as you, you told me about some of the strongest motivations for you to do this festival mm-hmm. and you've kind of gotten firmer and believe in, you know, in this perspective when you, when you were in Peru studying mm. uh, dance anthropology?
1: Well, I studied dance anthropology here at NYU, but okay. at, in Peru, um, instead of just studying about using dance as a tool for social justice, I did it.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, okay, okay. so
1: um, you know, and I think that's prim- primarily is um, um, do good, right?
0: right so the study of anthropo- dance anthropology what does that look like I know a general sense of yeah. anthropology they talk about how art you know a lot of different sections yeah. and subcategories yeah. too what does dance so, anthropology look like I mean
1: like? technically so I went to NYU Gallatin and it's 12.30 um, yeah I have to leave in like okay. 2 minutes alright so, um, so we're gonna but, wrap it up um, I studied at Gallatin School for Individualized Studies, mm-hmm. so technically I use dance anthropology as like an umbrella term for my studies, but I created my own curriculum, mm-hmm. so um, my, my thesis was uh, um, how dance provides tools for women to create self-defined identities. Mm-hmm. So I looked a lot into gender studies and philosophy and anthropology and dance Ooh. history and uh, performance studies. So. I was really interested in the intersection between identity and dance Ooh. and um, and you know with me being such a um, so such a lover of the hip hop culture and um, you know, I've had my days where I was, you know, 100% B-girl and and mm. hoop earrings and and all that stuff. You know, I've changed. I've evolved. I'm I'm 35, um, and I've I've went through phases. You know, um, so but I love I love the hip hop culture. I love the house culture and the breaking culture, and um, it is you know now not anymore, but it used to be a subculture and it was a culture that allowed. Um, minorities to carve out a space for them where society didn't have a space, right? Yeah. Like they created their own platform to raise their voices. Yeah. and. Um, I've just always, from being a young girl, had this overly developed sense for justice. If I feel something is unfair, that's when I actually get really upset. So that's when I start not being kind. I should probably be kind and show them with a good example, but um, I think injustice, for me, is just elicits a very deep feeling of of wanting to do something against that. So, um, and... You know, I I could never see myself just being a social worker or something. But right. you know, I've I've been giving this talent of uh, and creativity for dance and choreography and visuals that you know I I want to I want to use that. Um, in accordance to my values, so mm-hmm. I guess it's always right because, like everyone has different talents, but just um, looking at ways in which you can combine your talents and your interests, and really digging deep. I mean, when I was in Peru, I, uh, you know, I worked a lot, but I also had a lot of time to think. I also had a lot of time because I, I moved away from, um, from, you know, my friends here and my family is in Germany, but I was again alone somewhere where mm-hmm. I started a new life and. I spend a lot of times alone with my cat, which is my little planet mouse from the street from Peru, who is now with me in New York. Um, but you, actually, you start to think like, what really is important to me? You know, when I first started out um, in New York after a few years when I started kinematic, you know, I had this like very ego, um, egocentric, not egocentric, but I had this full idea of what I wanted to become and I wanted to be successful and I wanted to, um, (coughs) you know, choreograph and I had this very preconceived notion of who I wanted to be and how I wanted to be. And that suddenly has not become that, it it has not been important anymore Mm -hmm. because for me um, like I remember like you know what like six years ago I was like oh I want to be a famous choreographer you know like I want to have my piece show at the Joyce or at I don't know where you know I want to tour and you have you're so tied to the outcome of something mm. right and it's like I think it's in life like if you clench your fists and you hold on to something too tight you have no space to receive anything right so um so that has changed completely because I actually started thinking. I was like, "Wait a minute!" So you want to be a famous choreographer? Like, all right. So what do you do? You want to make the and I I still I love it. You know, I mean, um, I, I I I love my my work and I. Uh, you know, that's something that I has become a little short because now more on the administrator and producer side, like yeah. my own artistic work has fallen short. But um, <clears throat> you know, you just think like what is important to you and how can I how can I use my talents to express and, and, and live through or live my values to do what I believe in. So, yeah.
0: Hey that well, you know what I'm saying? Well definitely thank you for channeling your voice.
1: Yeah, Yo, thank you. And
0: uh, you know what I'm saying, this is our um, I right, hope y'all enjoyed that. You know, Svea was definitely driving some jewels. You know, shout out to Santana and uh, it was funny how I met her though. Uh, real quick piece on how I met her. I met her through uh, Kim T. She's a she's a dancer, and you know, we met through we were trying trying to do some film project, you know, regarding the dance thing. And and I told her that I was look I wanted to interview her. And she was like, Alright, I'm down. You should also interview Savea because she's running the festival that I'm preparing to perform at. I'm like, Word? Alright, copy. I hit Savea up, you know, and you know, I go to her crib, she's in L I C. You know, I go up there, nice spot or whatever, and I knock on the door. Ladies open the door, and no lie, it's almost like like it was like an Enron operation happening in her crib. It was like it was like all kinds of you know chicks with the papers, with the desk and all that interns all up in there all crazy. She barely is she's in a rush. Od and you know she but that's why I was so you know thankful that she you know willing to put the time in. We stepped out. We went on the roof. Knocked out a quick interview. Shout out to Surveyor for that. Uh, I think what she's doing I has revolutionary because lots of people move into the city on some gentrification stuff and they try not to interact with people that's actually from these communities and what she does is like her mission is to kind of work in places like Queensbridge projects and stuff like that and to help bridge that gap between people you know to, to, to humanize on both sides you know because because they she knows that sometimes even when you walk through these places with so many people they'll get the eye you know like they could because you know people feel some kind of way You know and she'll know that people that's moving in Will look at some of people from the areas like There's something wrong with us so it should be people That's not even really ready to kick it at least not genuinely So shout out to everything she's doing with that And uh, yeah so shout out to Tev95 he, he made the uh, the Theme music that you're listening to Right now every superhero needs a theme song uh, Yeah follow us You can listen to this podcast on SoundCloud iTunes podcast Stitcher radio Pretty soon Google play As Soon as they stop playing Ironic, that's their name. Uh, And definitely catch up with us on August 25th. It's a free event. Come through the panel, John. Shout out to everybody that's helped make it happen. This is Art vs. Life. It's your boy Quentin Counts, a.k.a. QC. And I holler.